0: You're listening to In The Open, a Mental Health America podcast, a space where we explore mental health and navigate the challenges of life through honest and candid conversation. Hello, welcome back to In The Open with Teresa in America. Hi everyone. Today, we're gonna talk about feeling stuck in action. You know, we're doing this trauma series where you feel paralyzed, you feel stuck. But we also got an email from a listener recently. Uh, Shout out to Lauren. So she said, this was inspired in part by your suffering into action episode, but I have a project of art that I'm working on in my apartment and encapsulate her messy feelings over a specific situation. She feels like she's saying, this is a literal way for me to put my feelings down someplace. Um, Doing so feels respectful to the feelings that she has. But she doesn't know how to do this, right? She sees herself as a creative person and she has the time to set aside to make something and this is something she really wants to do. But how do you get unstuck? So as part of this trauma series, we were talking about feelings and emotions and dealing with relationships and ourselves. This is where we talk about our own actions and behaviors and feeling stuck before we move to community, which will be the end of our series. Um, But yeah, so tell me what you think.
1: You know, um, immediately what comes to mind for me is the feeling that you get when you have so many choices. Like if you're at the grocery store or Costco or whatever, you're like, which one do I choose? Like I need coffee, (laughs) 75 million options, right? And I think part of that is because we have a fear to make mistakes based on our choice and regret it, right? Like, oh God, I got this coffee and it sucks. It's not... But the other part of that is also when you feel stuck and you're overwhelmed by the choices that exist in your head, part of the process that I think I go through is rationalizing everything. And that in itself makes it even more complex. And I'm like, oh my God, America, Kenya, please. It's not that, you know, you don't need a spreadsheet to figure out the kind of coffee you're going to need.
0: Yeah, totally.
1: Part of that is breaking it down to the most simple, simple things that we really want
0: out of something. Yes. First thing in my head was expectation. Like there's so much, I don't know, actually, I feel stuck in a lot of ways related to like the way that we want to move forward in action whenever there's a big project. Yes, you put a lot of meaning into this. Or when you're making a big transition in your life, it feels like these are important times or you want them to feel like something. And so, and it's like, what is that saying about like when you're going to write a paper and the blank page or the blank canvas is the hardest part, right? Yeah. You have the ideas and you have this thing that you envision, but <laughs> why is that? Why is that the one time that's the highest risk for you to say, screw it, I'm just going to give up and go back to... <laughs> doing nothing
1: i think the uncertainty right is what leads us down this path of you don't you don't know the outcome
0: that's what's difficult for you you see the outcome you're trying to see the end of what's what's happening yeah
1: like you know because my brain is so logical i i can get so stuck in like i want to get this sentence and this idea out in the most perfect way. Mm. (laughs) And any writing coach or anybody that has ever worked with me has said, just say what you need to say, and then we're going to figure it out. And And I take that and apply it to different aspects of my life where I'm like, okay, if you're struggling with your relationship, you're struggling with something at work. So many times I go back to the simple thing. What are you trying to say? Don't make it nice and pretty and full of gobbledygook. Just tell me what it
0: is. I'm putting myself in that place. And it is, I hate the word fear. I think because people don't like the word fear and don't like feeling scared. Mm -hmm. But that's what it is, right? Right. It is fear. It is fear of It looking stupid or you looking stupid or it not turning out the way you want. Fear of failure, fear fear of disappointment, fear of the pain that the process Mm -hmm. is. Okay, this is where I think where we've been talking about trauma and feeling stuck is interesting too because trauma makes you feel fear. Mm -hmm. It's like if you have a life full of trauma – I think that the way to overcome fear is to have a lot of examples in your life where you have taken risks and it's turned out okay. It's funny, right? You and I are in a good space, so it's harder for us to tap into these experiences and to have empathy over ourselves when we've been there. But And it's like, it's just too easy to give advice. Like what I wrote to, hey, try your best. Don't worry about what it's going to look like. Just, and don't tell anybody. (laughs) Like Don't. Don't tell anybody about your project. Just try – maybe just try to put whatever it is that's out there and feel good that you've started and then take it from there.
1: Right. It's it, Yeah. It, it's going back. It's the exact same thing that I'm telling you. Like what is – breaking it down to the simple aspect of what it is that you're trying to get out. So I remember for for a long time, I don't do it anymore really. I used to write journals. I used to write poetry. And I stopped. But – Part of that opportunity, I think, still exists within me to be able to say, why did I need it then? And what I really used that for was to get all the stuff that was in my head out, not with it, not with the intention that it was going to look pretty, it was going to make sense. I just needed to get it out onto something that was visual
0: for me. That's so healthy.
1: Maybe I should go back to it. (laughs)
0: Like avoid like feeling stuck can be struggling with something that you want to do, but I feel like feeling stuck can also be changing a situation you don't like. Like, have you ever stayed in a job you didn't like for too long? Stayed in a relationship you didn't like for too long? Both,
1: yeah, for various reasons. Right, part of it was I needed to have a plan to be able to make a, a better decision about the next step. So part of that led to uncertainty. Then I think the realization of, okay, I've had enough here. That was really an important turning point in me getting out of that feeling stuck, kind of overwhelming feeling. And whenever I get to that place, even in, in smaller ways now, I try. I try not to let it pull me down because it's so easy. It's like the quicksand, right? If you, you, you just
0: stay long enough, whew, it's going to bring you down, bubba. Um, I'm now reflecting on not just like the past and letting go, of like being stuck in relationships. But with, if you had to name one thing, like we've had a couple episodes that this reminds me of, I can't get motivated or I feel like a failure.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: But if you had to think of a behavior, a thing that you know you should do for yourself, but you just don't do it. Yeah. What's the thing? Exercise. Why? Me too. <laughs> is that our age?
1: I don't know. I don't think it's. Is our that our age. just
0: every human being? It's just to get moving and to, and exercise is so good for her.
1: I know it is. It, it's, it's the most important thing to get your body moving. But I, for me, I think it's tied to deeper. Deeper issues, and I and I'm still working through it.
0: But okay, what are your deeper issues? Immediate thoughts that came to your head: why you don't exercise,
1: <laughs> body image stuff, like what's the point of me exercising? Nothing's really going to change. And then my my rational brain is like, actually, when you did exercise, it did change. Remember? And I'm like, oh god,
0: yeah, okay, okay. So nothing's going to change. Why nothing's bother? Change, yeah. That's mm, mine. Was. I couldn't do it by myself. Mm. And that, that speaks to maybe something about when you feel stuck and it's got caught up in the expectations. Like, And then, yeah, because of those expectations, I just couldn't. There's some things that I just I can't do without an accountability to hold my hand and tell me that no matter what happens, it's going to be OK.
1: <laughs> I resonate with that. The one thing, though, and, and going back to something you had said in your reply, like, don't tell anybody. And I believe that I believe that in certain ways, like certain things that I'm doing, I don't want to tell other people because it's just for me. Because in my experience, when I have shared this thing, somebody, because of the expectation, be like, Oh, well, were you able to do what you said? And so (sighs) it makes me feel horrible. If I wasn't able to do the thing that I said,
0: But sometimes I feel like I also have to tell people because that is the only thing in the world. (laughs) I know. (laughs) The shame of saying I didn't start. Yes. And
1: it's like, okay. So I feel you have to weigh that. You have to weigh
0: what's going to work. You're probably going to feel all those things at the same time for the same thing. There are going to be times when you just tell somebody because you think, oh, this is what's going to push me finally to do the thing that I know I need to do. And then it doesn't happen or does happen. And then sometimes you just say, I need space.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Let me ask you, when you mentioned earlier, kind of thinking around your depressed brain telling you that you've always kind of been stuck. And I have that aspect of my brain that says, what's the point of even trying? Yeah, Nothing's really going to change. And what
0: has helped you counteract that thought? So I think, I'm not positive, that the only way to move forward that I figure it out is to turn off my anxious brain. I have to find a way to shut that voice off because it will always convince me to not take care of myself.
1: Mm, okay.
0: And, and that's why the accountability is so good with another person because if I say, Sh- shut that brain off literally make yourself sit, go to someone and say, we are going to go do this. And then if I just autopilot, you know, in the morning, I could tell uh, my brain starts to look at my phone and I said, I don't want to do this. But I'm like, no, nope, shut that off. Mm. I mean, and turning off that voice in your head is a skill. That one took a long time, yeah. actually.
1: That's like a super golden star skill, man.
0: Yeah, It's hard. It's hard. It's hard, especially when I'm stressed and I'm tired, and that's why it's so much harder to do good things and to get yourself unstuck when you're not feeling well, when you're in the middle of an episode, right? I have the energy now to do it, but when I have the energy to do it, I have to take that opportunity because if I don't, what I found is what you said, which is I don't have that voice in my head that says, hey, remember that time when you did try and you Mm -hmm. saw change? Yeah. If I never had that, it would be so much harder every single time to get unstuck for myself because it do the same thing in my head. It's like I have if that voice comes on, I have to turn it off. And then at my best, I'm turning on the other side of your voice. Where yeah. you landed and you said, "Hey, remember this went well." Yeah. It do works. Get get your butt up. Yeah. <laughs> try, try, you know? And that's like that's the risk taking aspect. You're like, you gotta you have to be okay with failure and accept that though that it might not go the way you want it to go, and then train your brain to see, even if it didn't go the way you wanted it to go, where it still went good enough. And that good enough is great.
1: Part of this is the reframing that needs to happen, right, in our head and in many ways, shutting off the plausible voices in our head that are immediately telling us nothing will good will come of this. (laughs) Yeah. And yeah, the uncertainty that comes with it is riddled with so many other
0: feelings. Yeah. Like I, one, one voice we haven't said is you're going to put all this effort in and it's going to suck. And then on the other side, is it even worth what the effort you put in? I know. Oh God! To get the output, you got all of this sounds like the kind of justification we make in our head mm-hmm. <laughs> for why it's okay to stay where we are, and the fear. Let me tell you, when really you said sucks. that,
1: I immediately my brain went to relationships. Right where when we feel stuck in a certain way that we may be um, interacting with people, um, we may be reacting to folks. There is an aspect of that tied to this. Well, why would I ask for anything different? It's just going to be the same thing. There's no, there's, there's nothing worth trying here. And for me, I was like, hold up, man. Of course there is good things that can come out of this. I have to hold on to that feeling to be able to ride even the little minuscule moment of triumph. Be like, no, it, it did work before. Yeah. Hopefully that builds
0: on on top of one another. Being human means it is easier for your brain to convince yourself to destroy yourself. Maybe that's like a mental health thing. <laughs> Cuz I do see healthy people who seem to have their crap together. I'm like, do you feel this compulsion to just destroy everything or to not, <laughs> you know, not move towards healthy? And it takes work. It takes work to like to move to order, to move to health. Like is it because we're human beings that of course, of course, just it destroy is. ourselves or like why why is it easier to self sabotage than it is to be well because it takes
1: work to not get into that frame.
0: I have a propensity to feel stuck. Do I have a propensity to feel stuck because of the life experiences I have? And then sometimes you know when you're like, is this normal? Not normal. And you're like, oh, do you feel stuck all the time? It seems like other people don't feel stuck, or does everybody yeah.
1: feel stuck? I think everybody feels stuck in so in so many different ways. the The issue is that we don't talk about it enough to let others know. I am feeling stuck here because with that comes the aspect of vulnerability and you having to own up to the fact, like I really don't have all the answers, man. I'm just trying to figure it out.
0: Yeah, I agree. Everybody is going to feel stuck in life. Yeah. That's help. That helps, right? To remember yeah. that everybody feels stuck. You're stuck too. This isn't special. Just take a breath and do your best. Yeah, this isn't
1: special. This feeling that you have is not unique to you.
0: I know. That's just me doing more justifications.
1: (laughs) No, but I think for me, it helps when I I can look to my counterpart and be like, oh, okay. You, You don't have it all together. But it's the
0: example of good comparison and bad comparison. Because when you're stuck, I think some of our next compulsion is to go compare, to go online and see how people are doing. And you're like, God, why does that person look like they could just do it, you know?
1: Mm -hmm.
0: That's a very interesting concept. If you feel stuck, does it help you to look at videos or hear stories where people talk about feeling stuck? Because it helps you to feel less pressure okay, do that. Then you got to turn to the motivational videos <laughs> mm-hmm. to get yourself inspired. And then you have to make a commitment to, yeah. to, to change like what day, what time, who are you going to tell and just do it and move your body. Because I think the final, the only final last thing I think of is that the biggest thing to change behaviors is behaviors themselves. I will think myself to endless days and not move. But once I can get one action going, the second action is easier. Okay, get it. Yeah. Behavior. Behavior changes behavior. This is part of cognitive behavioral therapy where they're like, Mm. well, your thoughts influence your actions, your actions influence your thoughts, the consequences, et cetera, et cetera. But there's also a big part of cognitive behavioral therapy and behavioralists. They're like, behavioralists. Are you a behavioralist? Do you think behaviors change thoughts or do you think thoughts change behaviors? And I don't know. In my life, changing my behaviors has a bigger influence on changing both my thoughts and changing future behaviors. And I can just sit forever and swim and never, never be compelled to move by my thoughts, (laughs) except negatively.
1: Yeah, I think my final thought is just move, move in, move in a direction, even if it's a tiny, tiny step forward. That makes a difference. Yeah.
0: Take the risk. It's Mm going to be okay. The other thing too about being stuck is if you're stuck, you're already in a crappy place. (laughs) Anything you try is better than this, right? That is true. Yeah. And I think it's part of you has to remember that. Let that lead you to try because it can't get any – that's horrible when we're like, oh, it can't get any worse than worse. And then it is worse than worse. (laughs) But look, that's all part of the process. (laughs) No matter what happens, you're going to be okay. That's right. Yeah. I do believe that. It is painful, but it's all worth it. Okay. Thank you, America.
1: All right, everybody. We're going to talk to you all next week. Have a good one.
0: Keep on fighting in the open.